Uh, here's my question for you. Are you wearing a blue shirt today sort of as a follow-up to your LED color comment last time? Because <laughs> it's like it's like I feel like you were laying in bed one night and you're like, how can I make sort of my frame, you know, on, on the show more blue? blue? And then you're like, duh, blue shirt. Yes, uh, that's not why I'm wearing okay. a blue shirt. It's a nice shade so, of blue, though, that shirt, I think. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like just – it's one of those true classic shirts. I mean, you see ads for – I see ads for that a lot, yeah. uh, all the time on, like, Instagram or something like that, where it's like, oh, it's like these shirts that are custom-tailored for yeah, for, for dad bods. Oh, yeah, that's what I need. I feel like you and, talk uh, about those shirts on this show a lot, considering nobody's paying us. As, well, you know what, though? My, my wife got them. And uh, I, I like I like them. Yeah, I, I I will. I'll wear this, and it's it's they're real. Just just they just fit really well, and uh, uh, I don't know. They're just soft and comfy. Yeah. I just I just like them. What can I say? Yeah. So I feel like every time I talk to somebody who doesn't like cats. Like their yeah. reasoning for not liking cats is always like some variation on the same thing. It's like uh, that they're assholes. Yeah, our cats are standoffish or they're cold hearted. They're not affectionate enough. Like, you know, people that are really into dogs. Now, like, this is why I don't like cats. And like my question for those people is where do I get one of those cats? They just like wants to leave you alone. Well, I it's just like. You know, like Ladybird's like the she's only the second cat I've really had like in my adult life, you know? Mm-hmm. Like we always had cats when I was a kid, like multiple. But, you know, since I moved away, you know, went to college and then, you know, obviously started my own life, like, you know, I had one cat for like 12 years and then he passed away and then for a while we didn't have a cat and now we have Ladybird. And like in both cases, like these cats are stuck to me like glue. <laughs> And like the reason I I bring it up is like right now she just got finished finally crying, and now I just heard her like digging her paws under the basement door because she wants yeah she's trying to get down there because she wants to come down here but it's like if she was just gonna come down here and like chill out in my lap or flop down on the floor then like no problem but like she wants to come down here and like climb all over everything and like Mm -hmm. knock stuff over and be a pain so like she can't like if if I wasn't recording I'm saying then 100 percent I'd let her come down here and she wants to play like no no big deal. But right. Speaking of which, the playing, I mean, it's like having a tiny golden retriever, like the energy level this cat has. And like, I, well, how old is she? She's like two. OK, but I mean, yeah, she I constantly wants me to play with her. And then she like bitches me out if I don't like if I go sit mm-hmm. in my office and I'm working on something, she's out in the hallway like meowing at me because like, I'm not paying attention to her. Sounds like so I'm dog, saying like, kinda. yeah, that's what I'm saying is where do I get these cats? That all these cat haters, you know, are getting in contact with, you know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You could probably just go to the is it the ASPCA uh, and probably. What do you ask? And... Do I ask for like, hey, can I get like a low maintenance well, I mean, uh, standoffish? Or you could go to cat? like a cat cafe. You ever been to a cat cat? A yeah, cat I think cafe? like cafe once. Yeah, but those cats yes. are pretty much they want to be around people. Not I'm always. Not... I mean, you get ones that are hiding out. Yeah, those are the ones that are gonna leave you alone. I don't want. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. I mean, I, I love my cat very much. I'm just saying, like, I don't. I don't mind that she does all the things I just said. Like, I don't. If if you don't want a cat or if you don't want a pet that wants to like hang out with you, then like, why do you have a pet? So I'm not. 
I'm not complaining about my cat. I guess what I'm really saying is I don't understand who these cats are that these people who hate cats. I don't know. I don't well, know. I don't know if they, they, they probably don't, don't exist or they is. met one cat in their life that was like that. And Maybe. that is the only thing that they remember. And they always go back to it. Maybe. I mean, like I grew up with cats and I, I love cats, but I, I think that my cat is kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. I mean, she is uh, like she sleeps all day and then she like runs around. Yeah. After everyone's in bed. And now that we have this dog, it's like she's trying to bait the dog. <laughs> who's like a like like flying like like she can't stand the dog yeah. most of the time. Yeah. But when she's not being annoyed by the dog, she's like, I'm gonna try to get you in trouble. And yeah. you know, like usually at, at late at night, you know, the dog's asleep. Like the dog sleeps on our with my wife and I like every night. I mean, she's just little and yeah. she just But the cat she's like not. the cat doesn't. No, the cat like years. sleeps in various places throughout the day and then okay. at 1 a.m. she's like I'm gonna go crazy and then she'll like she the way that she does it she like starts zooming around the whole house and it's almost intentional where it sounds like she's just like gr- like gripping onto the carpet so so hard when she's like running yeah that it sounds like she's kind of tearing stuff up behind her sure yeah and that makes my dog go oh. yeah and then like fly off the the bed and like kind of chase her for a second yeah. and immediately when that happens then the, my cat stops running and yeah. he's just like stares at her and is like on her like get away from me leave me alone are you sure like and maybe then, your then cat's my dog not trying to play with do- your dog it sounds almost like she probably i guess she likes the idea of playing with the dog maybe. until the dog like actually is all all about it i mean my like all that my dog wants to do is is to play with my cat, like she's just like, please, like, play with me. Yeah. Let's 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 do something. Yeah. And, you know, it's, and my cat knows that. Hmm. And you know, because the thing is, it's like my dog's so small, she can't get back up on the bed unless she's like really really hyped up. And Why don't really you get get to. one of those little uh, things for? I mean, I thought about it. I've I've looked at like there's an open box store and they've they've had those before, but I feel like they. They're still not tall enough that she, I don't think that she could get. She needs to kind of have a running start uh-huh. to get up. Yeah. So even if she went up, I don't think that she'd be able to completely get up. Uh, and, you know, I just because when that happens and, you know, she jumps off the bed and my cat doesn't want to play. She's like, all right, fine. I'm going back to bed. Yeah. And then she can't get back up there. And then she's like, <laughs> like the way that my dog is, like she doesn't. I don't like. I don't know if all Shih Tzus are like this, but the way that she uh, tries to get your attention, she doesn't bark like right away. She kind of has this like work up to her. She's like, <laughs> and it's like kind of like getting up. Like she's like, I don't want to. I don't want to yell. Yeah. I don't want to yell. But you know, like I'm gonna let you know that if you don't pick me up and get me back on the bed, like I'm gonna yell. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very cute. Yeah. And she'll she'll do that if you see her from across the room and she like looks at you and you just stare at her. Then she's like, Don't stare at me. Like if you're gonna stare at me, you gotta come over here and play with me. Yeah. Cause then she'll be like <laughs> It's 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 very funny. I should try yeah. to try to get it on camera for you. Yeah. That'd be cool. So it's, my cat's yeah. been my cat she wakes up like right now she's getting up around five thirty. 
Mm-hmm. So she sleeps at night, unlike your cat. Uh, yeah. Like she goes to bed when we go to bed, but then she wakes up like right now it's at 530. But, you know, as you as you can imagine, cats can't tell time. I don't know if you knew that. But uh, <laughs> so like I don't know what their rhythms are like or I don't know if it's just like as soon as the sun starts just peeking over the horizon, uh, she gets up. And whenever she gets up, she wants me to get up. Right. And so like she has like various tactics that she uses to just be as annoying as possible so that I'll get up. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, usually it's like going under the bed and clawing the underside of the bed, uh, going behind the bed and like sticking her paws up, you know, behind the headboard. Uh, for some reason she'll like, I'm the one that gets up with her like 98% of the time. Like I don't, (laughs) I think I'm like more of a morning person than my wife is. Like if I get out of bed at six in the morning, like I'm fine with that. But I think, yeah, my wife would prefer to sleep a little bit longer. Not that she sleeps late, but you know, six o'clock mm-hmm. is a tough sell for some people, but yeah. she'll go and she'll slap my wife in the face instead of <laughs> like, she never bothers me. She bothers yeah. my wife until I get up. But then this morning, like, uh, you know, I'm still laying in bed. I'm kind of still, drifting in and out of sleep she's playing mind games like yeah like that is yeah you know that's pretty serious she's playing 4d chess yeah so uh uh this morning i hear i hear this this commotion in the in the bedroom and i'm pretty sure i know what it is anyway and i'm trying to ignore it because i really wasn't ready to get up yet and finally i'm like you know so we have like our dresser is like this antique dresser okay and the reason i say that is just like the drawers are not like on like ball bearing gliders right you know or it's not one of those dressers where like you know you close the drawer most of the way and then it slowly shuts itself the rest you know it's not it's like wood sliding on wood man you know it's like an old you know it makes a lot of noise yeah but also sometimes like you don't shut the drawer all the way like not on purpose Mm -hmm. but like you leave it open like an inch or something and like yeah my drawer like it's it's only a three-drawer dresser and my drawer is on the bottom and you could probably and drop it out off the roof of your house and it wouldn't break probably. Pro- I'm not going to try that, but yeah, a pretty good chance. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so like my drawer, anytime I leave my drawer open a little bit, Ladybird has to get in there and start screwing with stuff. So like, so like this morning, I guess the drawer was open like an inch or an inch and a half. And I hear this commotion, like I said, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know what that is, but I really don't want to get out of bed yet. But it just like keeps going and going and going and going, right? So finally I'm like, ugh. So I take my earplugs out because, yes, I can hear this even though I have earplugs in. I take oh, you my... sleep with earplugs. Oh, yeah. And uh, I take my earplugs out and I go look. And there's Ladybird sitting in front of the dresser with a huge pile of my underwear and a huge <clears throat> pile of my socks. Because what she does is she reaches in there and she pulls stuff out like through the crack one by one and just keeps pulling out more stuff and more stuff and more stuff. And she's like, this is so much fun. No, because imagine then, like that being so much fun for somebody. And then and then you get anyway. up and then she's like, oh, you're up. Well, as long as you're up, why don't we go downstairs and you can give me some food? Because yeah. that's what that's all about at the end of the day. This freaking water bottle like makes. I know. Get a quiet. Don't you, you have you like nine that? water bottles? You don't have a quieter one. Well, but then like, like my... so then I'll go downstairs and I'll feed her. And then she eats. And I like, okay, now I've eaten. I've gotten that need met. But then, like, she doesn't like it that, yes, I'm awake and I'm downstairs with her, but where's my wife? Because we should all be together, you know, because, 
you know, cats are social creatures, right? So it's like, well, you're here with me, but I want the other one too. And so then she'll go back upstairs and start harassing my wife until she wakes up as well. And then only when all three of us are downstairs in the kitchen, then Lady Bird's happy. And then she wants to just play with everybody and have a good time. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that when she gets you but, both down there, she's like, all right, I'm out. No, no, no. Then she's soup. <laughs> then she's all hyper and she wants us to play with her, you know? Okay. But, well, I, you know, but, you know, I, according probably... to people that don't like cats, they're, they're standoffish and don't want anything to do with you. Yeah. I, they only met like one cat. Yeah. In their life that is, is problematic in that way, I guess. And they decided that all cats are like that. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. Like, that sounds obnoxious, too. I'm just like, I'd be like, leave me, stop it. Oh, she's super obnoxious. But at this point, it's like, you know, we've had her for a couple of years and it's just, this is just how it is, you know? So, yeah. You've, you've had her for a couple of years already. You got her like yeah. at the beginning of pandemic, right? No, no, no. We got her in 2021. Okay. It was my birthday weekend, so it was like late May of 2021. Mm-hmm. So we've had her just not quite two years, right? Two years minus two months. <laughs> so I didn't bring a whole lot to talk about today, unlike last time. Okay. But... um. I'm gonna vent. Oh, I, got a, I got a couple little things, but that's, I'm gonna vent sorry. a little bit first. Okay. Do we want to intro the the show first before you get into that? Uh, yeah. You're you're listening to episode 21 of Ooh. Here's My Question for You. Uh, you can now buy beer in uh, in California. You can buy cigarettes. 21. Drinking and smoking. That's yeah. you know we we should be drinking and smoking now on the show. We should only be doing things that reflect. I don't know. You you said a while back, like, oh, we should always have a cup of coffee when we're. And then, like, I started bringing coffee and then you didn't have any. Like, you'd like to throw out these ideas and then not follow through with them. Well, you know, like, like I, I'm not going to go buy a pack of cigarettes. And then next time, like, I'm over here sucking on cancer sticks and you're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know we were actually doing that. <laughs> it's like, you know, oh, I, I'm going to, I haven't smoked in 14 years, but like, hey, let's. Hey, you brought it up. Not let's, just, let, let's just let's let's. <laughs> yeah, I'm just talking more about drinking. Oh well, it's, I, I mean, we get, it's like eight thirty, eight thirty, nine o'clock in the morning here. So. Yeah, I mean, it's well. I mean, I you know, I'll put a couple shots of bourbon in a coffee if that if that helps you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, this is all I was gonna say. Just because yeah. you know, I was pretty, I was pretty pissed about this yesterday. Like now, I'm kind of over it, but it's just gonna happen again, and that's that's what I'm. I hate it. Uh, I think that smart. I'm going to sound like a total like boomer retro grouch kind of person saying this, but I guess I'm curious other people's opinions. Like, okay, I think that smartphones are the most awful, horrible, evil invention uh, of ever. Like, I I cannot yeah, yeah. tell you how much I hate. Like if anything, I don't own things that I hate. Who, you don't own things you hate because then why do you have them, right? Like I went out mm-hmm. and made the conscious decision to purchase something because I wanted it, right? The yeah. only thing I have that I hate its very existence is my phone. Like I, I am bitter about the fact that I have to have one. I'm I'm upset about the fact that I have to buy a new one every few years because that one gets all worn out. I it's like. And this is this is what happened. And I'll try to keep this short, but we know how that's going to go. But like, like we have this drawer in the kitchen, 
Okay. Mm -hmm. And you open the drawer and there's like two bowls in this drawer, right? There's my bowl and there's my wife's bowl. We come home, you open the drawer and I empty my pockets out into my bowl, basically like, you know, keys, wallet, headphones, sunglasses, cash, whatever's in my pockets, boom, goes in the bowl, right? Yeah. And that way I never have to look like, oh, where are my keys? Oh, I can't find my wallet. No, it's in the bowl. It's either in my pocket or it's in the bowl. Easy, right? Yes. The one thing I can't put in the bowl is my phone, right? Mm -hmm. Because I need it. Like even when I'm at home, it's like they make it so that you're dependent. Right. Well, you don't have a you don't have a landline anymore. I'm sure. But yeah, right? but I don't use my phone. To, I I don't I don't make phone calls on my phone. Like it shouldn't right. even be called a phone anymore. Because like I don't. If somebody calls me, I'm not picking up. <laughs> uh, I don't like. I hate talking on the phone. But anyway, that's not the point. The, but I'm saying for things like two factor authentication, right? Right. Like if yeah, I yeah, take yeah. my phone and I put it in the bowl, I guarantee you, later that day or the next day, if it's the weekend. I'm going to be doing something on my computer where it's like, oh, you need to go check your your authenticator app or or I'm trying to buy mm-hmm. something yeah, with Apple Pay. And it's like, oh, your phone's not close enough to your computer. And it's like, yeah, because I'm not a 12 year old who carries my phone around with me 24 seven. Like, you know, so because this happened the other day, I was trying to buy something uh, uh, on Castlemania games and mm-hmm. I was doing the Apple Pay and it's like, oh, your phone's not close. And then you have to double click the side button on your phone to confirm, you know. Yeah, and so yeah. I had to go downstairs. I had to find my phone, right? Because that's the other thing. My, I can never find my phone because I always have to use it for something, and then I leave it wherever I was using it, right? Because okay. I can't put my phone in the bowl, right? So I go find my phone. I bring it upstairs. I, I check out from Castlemania, do the double-click on the phone, and then I take my phone, and I just drop it on my desk, right? I'm not hidden. It's just like, boom, here it is on my desk, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's the last time I needed to use my phone for the rest of the weekend, right? So then what happens? Yesterday's Monday, right? I'm ready to go to work. I go downstairs. I go into the drawer, get everything out of the bowl, put it in my pockets, put my shoes on, put my jacket on. And I'm like, as I'm walking out of the house, I do the little pocket check, you know, the bing, bang, bang, you know, like, do Mm -hmm. I have my keys? Do I have my wallet? Do I have my phone? Yeah. Crap. I don't have my phone. Right. Mm -hmm. So now I'm just like, oh, because here's the other problem, right? Because I don't remember that, like, oh, I bought something yesterday or whatever, and it's upstairs. I'm not sure where it is, but the two places, well, I shouldn't even say two places. There's plenty of places in the house it could be. Now I have to take my shoes back off, and now I have to go search through my house for my phone, and the whole time I'm just, like, cursing. Yeah. Because, like, I don't want, like, I don't, I hate the fact that I have to dedicate a pocket of my pants like, I used to keep other stuff in that pocket, you know? Like, that pocket wasn't just, like, available for use. It's like, I just basically had to say, like, you know, sorry, gum, you can't be in there anymore because now I have to have this fakakta phone that I carry around with me, right? <laughs> so then I finally find that thing. Oh, because here's why I have to have my phone. So at my job, there's three separate things that I have to use my personal cell phone for at my job. So I cannot show up at work without right. my phone, right? Because if it was just, like... Like before we had those things, if you went to work without your phone, you'd be like, okay, that that's a minor inconvenience because like, you know, people want to text me or whatever. But like, you know, like if I forgot my phone or my wife forgot her phone, we would just email and say, hey, just FYI, don't text me. I forgot my phone. But like <laughs> now it's like I have to have it, you know? Yeah. And it's just like I hate the the constant availability that, that well, you I know, mean, yeah, you're, you're, like everybody a- can just like, you know. And then, the, then there's the sense of entitlement that goes along with that. Well, didn't didn't you get my text message? Yeah, I saw mm-hmm. 
well, why didn't you reply? Because I'm busy. I don't feel like it. Like, I don't know. Like, why? <laughs> like, I, I think I mentioned that in a previous episode that, that I had gotten a second phone just to use as like a portable music player. Yeah. Because I had this coworker who like, literally, if you didn't respond within a couple of minutes, you were like in trouble. I mean, she's an extreme example, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, I sent you a text. You didn't respond in the time it would take somebody to immediately take their phone out of their pocket and then reply. Like, what What should I think about that? Like, she would. She asked me that one time. She's like, what should I think about the fact that you didn't respond to my text? I. What did you say? I don't even remember. I think I said, you should think that I'm busy. You were, like, you were I don't, seeing I don't red have time at the time. To, I don't have time to respond <laughs> to every single text like I'm a 15-year-old. Yeah. Because then the other I, thing I, I have like, to... I get that. I get that because... I mean, a lot of times, uh, even my, my wife will say, like, oh, didn't you see my message? Yeah. You know? And she's, like, you know, directly upstairs for me. It's just sometimes. Yeah. And I'm, like, you know, a lot of times I won't uh, see them because I have my phone muted all the time. Yeah. You know? It's just I never use, like, the actual alert sounds. But, you know, that's just, like, that's just, I guess, just part of like existing now like no absolutely it's not and it's not going to change that's and that's what i guess for me like just makes it like worse like but I you just... shouldn't feel bad for not responding like i barely ever respond you know there was a time and i you know, i still have this enabled where you can turn on the uh the receipts where they can see if you've read a message yeah and i'm like you know i'm going to turn this on so that it kind of forces me to oh. respond uh, in a timely manner doesn't make a difference. Now I like really like if something pops up on the front of my phone and I can only read like a portion of the message and I see who it's from. I'm like, I'm not going to go into this message because I don't want them to see that I've read this. Yeah, I get that. And but like I, pretend, I have to worry about pretend like it doesn't exist, even though, you know, yeah, that it, yeah. it exists. I think we talked about this in a previous show about how now I have to watch like how I type out replies to like the younger people I work with. Because like, oh, he put a period at the end of that sentence. He's mad at me. It's like, are you kidding me? See, I've I've never experienced anything like that. Oh, that I totally have. Like a lot of the that... things that you see people say online, like, "Oh, these young kids are doing this or doing that," uh, I can tell you, matter of factly, that yes, they're they're doing that. That's not mm-hmm. that's not somebody trying to stir but, up. I mean, a lot online. of times, like adults are like just as bad, if not worse, about that stuff. You know, they I can be, but that's around. my point. Is I don't I don't want to deal. I want to have a flip phone, and I, it's like I want to just be able to say, like, look, I don't do texts, I don't do any of that stuff. Yeah. If you have like an emergency, you can call me because that's the other thing. People think nothing of sending you a text, even though they wouldn't call you. Well, I didn't call you because it wasn't that big of a deal. Well, you well, sent yeah, well, me I a mean, text. What's the difference? Yeah, it's the well, same I mean, thing. Yeah. They're both intrusive. Right. But I mean, you say you don't pick up the phone if they send you a text. Like, is that that's like the next best way to like get a hold of you, right? Well, I say I don't. If somebody I know like calls said, me, I'm not going to. I'm not going like, to not pick, pick up, up so the here's phone. A text. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm I, saying I don't want to talk on the phone, but I'm saying like if yeah, if I okay. see a coworker calling me on the phone and be like, oh man, this must be a big, you know, something must be going on. Of course, I'm going to answer it. Yeah. I but mean, like, it's just... and, and it's just one of those things where it's like I want, you know, I treat other people the way I want to be treated, mm-hmm. and like to me. Like if I if I send my boss a text message, it's because it's an emergency. It's like I right. have some urgent issue where I don't think that if I email you, it's going to get addressed fast enough. Right. But to me, it's like 
I know I'm being intrusive. I am sending a message to you that's going to make an alarm go off in your pocket. Like, it better be worth it. But most people yeah. don't feel that way. Well, you have, you have like, an iPhone, right? Yeah. You know, you can do like focus modes where it's like, oh, if you're home, you only receive text notifications from these people. It'll only no, let you know. know. You can put like your boss's number stuff. on there. What's that? I said, I don't know about any of that stuff. You should. I mean, if you if you want to, you can say you can set it by like location too. It's like, oh, if you're like your home address, if you're there, it'll only buzz and give you a notification at these times yeah. if it's from these specific people. That just sounds so complicated. It, it is. I don't know. Like I, I said, mean, I'm not. Like, I'm not really looking for solutions. I'm, I mean, I just really <laughs> want to just like vent. I just. I hate yeah, it's, it. It's the worst. I I hate that you can't hang out with people without them taking their phone out. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like if there's more than five seconds of silence anymore when you're you know, in person with anybody, it's like, oh, awkward silence. Let me get my phone out of my pocket. Yeah. Right. People have like no attention span anymore. And I'm not saying I'm not guilty of that stuff sometimes, too. But that's my point is it's just like in a lot of ways, smartphones have turned everybody into like a worse version of themselves. Yeah. Well, I, it's not even just like worst version of themselves. I think it's just like humanity yeah, in general. But I mean, there's, there's a lot of good that's come along with them as well. I mean, the, you know, like if for sure there is, know, I, I just think, I mean, I think like that, a natural disaster or something like that, or like there, you know, there's, well, or you know, like there's just if, times where there's an emergency and like, now you can contact someone that you need yeah. to contact. That's great. And, but not even just that, like having access to the internet in your pocket, ideally, yeah. It, it should be like a good thing, you know, having instant access to any information you could possibly want. But I just think mm-hmm. like the benefits that they have brought are, in my opinion, far outweighed by like how in, intruded upon I feel in, in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. in, in terms of that, like the main thing that I brought the, to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I'm, is, I'm, I'm done with my. Well, I mean, it's 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 like, it's kind of related in a way because I wonder like if it's going to end up being like the next worst, yeah, uh, you know, invention of m- mankind, and that's like AI. <laughs> oh, I, I think <laughs> so, so. So the whole thing is is like I've been like reading. I've I've seen some stuff about like AI voices. Yeah, AI generated voices. I'm sure you've seen like things like like videos here and there of like people of note saying certain things yeah. that like they would never say yes. and it's like using ai generation. Yeah. So my my I had an experience with this yesterday where I had to do something for work and uh I needed some additional voiceover from somebody who was like not a video person and I said okay let's just like jump on video on Teams and I use like my ability to record my audio like we're doing right now as a way for them to talk and like narrate this stuff, but it's just, it's just them talking to their webcam. Yeah. So and it not doesn't, does not, quality. doesn't sound great. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great quality. So Adobe has this thing in the works right now where you can upload a voice clip and it will use AI to like, I don't know if it's like cleaning it up or if it's completely recreating it. Yeah. Where I uploaded this woman's voice that sounded like crap. And it came back, and it sounded like it was, like, recorded with my microphone. Yeah. And it sounded like the exact same thing. I don't know if it just, like, cleaned it up, like, ran a bunch of filters on it, or if it was completely recreating it from scratch. Yeah. But it is. it was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is 
amazing, but also frightening. So the thing I was reading about, about how like the, the new big uh, phone scam that's going on is people are using AI to recreate the voice of like a loved one yeah. who's like contacting you and then asking for money. Yeah. Like I'm in really big trouble. Can yeah. you like wire some money to me for this? Yeah. And like that's just like what happens? <laughs> yeah, I don't point? know. It's <laughs> I mean, we, like the, not trust anything. No, cuz that, that's the problem is anything like that that gets created is going to be used for nefarious purposes, you know. Yeah. It's just, it sucks cuz you know like you watch like Star Trek the Next Generation, right? And you're like, "Oh, they have this holodeck. It's so awesome." But it's like if we had something like that, which is kind of kind of where we're headed in some ways, you know, with this mm-hmm. AI stuff, it's going to get used for for, you know, not I don't want to say evil, but it's going to be used for bad purposes, you know, at least as much as as good, you know? Yes. I mean, we'd like to believe that people are not just out to scam everybody 100% of the time. Yeah, but I mean, not even just that, but, you know, whenever stuff like, you know, I hear about stuff like that, you know, I just think more about even just guys like us and, you know, like somebody can use that to make some fake clip of like, oh, I've got this clip of, of you know, Classic yeah. Gaming Quarterly using the N-word or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right? And then what am I going to I'm going to come back and go, oh, that's fake. Well, that's what everybody already says now about anything they don't want to believe. Oh, that's fake news, right? And so it's a, you're yeah. going to say the same thing. Oh, well, of course you're going to say it's fake because you just got caught being racist on 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 a hot mic. Yeah. I don't know. When it's like something that you would never even right. do in like a million years. Like it's just right. like how do you, like it's it's a real uh, slippery slope and I don't even understand like know what happens next. Like I mean, how long is it before, you know, like our ch- shows like people can just like hey i want to i want somebody i'm gonna put an ai in to make a classic quarter uh, classic gaming quarterly uh style launch video for this system and it just like uses your voice and it's like edited in the same way like yeah i don't know at what point does like is there any creative process left and like there's plenty of like like I was very relieved that I could take that audio and, and run it through there. It's like oh that's like using that as a tool to improve uh, a final product. Yeah. yeah, you know like it it helped a lot. Even though like it's not really going anywhere, but it's like I don't know. Like it's you, you, have you seen like many episodes or watched any episode of that show Black Mirror? No. You should. You should. I'm not check going it to, out. It's but I'm not. It's going like to. it's, but it's interesting. But it's like also like a lot of like every single one is is about something different. Yeah, and it's all about like technology being used in different ways. And most of the time, it's like, oh, this is like a horrible thing to happen. Yeah, but then the other times, there's like, oh, that's you know, that's 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 nice. That happens like once or twice. Yeah, where it's like, oh, it's kind of nice. Yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I try not to think about that kind of stuff too much just because it's kind of depressing. But yeah, I mean, I don't I don't worry about like the last thing you said uh, before the TV show thing. Like, I don't really worry about, you know, people using AI to I mean, people already sort of copycat my show and mm-hmm. like the types of people that do things like that where they're not creative people or whatever. They're just trying to like 
copy somebody else's stuff because they're trying to make money or whatever. They never yeah. have the kind of work ethic that it would take to like do right, something right. properly, right? Like I see people make videos where I'm like, gee, that looks like somebody that watched a few episodes of my show. It always sucks. <laughs> you know? And so yeah, like yeah. I don't if somebody wants to try to make an AI version of what I do, like I'm not worried about like, oh, that's gonna now I'm competing against that. Like I don't I'm not worried about that. Yeah, there's there's no like I mean that's just like that was just like one of many examples. I think that in the scheme of things, like making document documentary style uh YouTube videos is probably low on the level of like scariness, I guess, or just like oh, you know. Yeah. I mean, but even even as far as sort of like, you know, if you want to call it, you know, content style theft or content impersonation, like Nobody's trying to copy our shows. Like people are going to try to copy like, you know, Jake Paul and stuff like that, you know, make right. like fake Jake. Like he should be worried. Yeah. Um, but hey, speaking of YouTube videos, okay. um, I don't I don't even know why I'm bringing this up except I just thought it was really cool. I finally got around. I don't know if you watched uh, the Game Sack episode where he like showcased like every single Sega CD game. Uh, I mean, I. I'm pretty sure that I've seen it, but it's been a while. Like every U.S. Okay. release, yeah. right? Because he's done that. Yeah. Like he did. Like here's like you know a video of like here's every Turbo Graphics yeah. 16 game. Here's every Neo Geo game. Yep. He's done it, and he did it with. But for some reason, like two nights ago or something, I I found myself watching the Sega CD one, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I don't know if this is something people don't notice as much if they're not also somebody that makes like you know produces video content or whatever mm-hmm. but like the transitions that joe makes for his show are just always so cool oh like he does and like the color separation or something like that or he just like has that he has just it's just like different stuff like yeah. he had for the turbografx 16 one it was oh. like this thing that like sort of like came up on the screen like and then like came back around and it was like the next game. And the Sega CD one but, is like the rolling disc or something. Yeah, like, like the that. disc rolls by and has this little <laughs> ticking noise that go, I don't know, it's just like cuz I like I know the kind of time it takes to do something like that. And it, but mm-hmm. I, and I don't know if it's the kind of thing like cuz nobody nobody is subscribed to his show cuz like oh man, this guy's got the best transitions, right? It's like they like it cuz they like Joe's style and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if that sticks. It's the kind of thing that maybe it's not. It's like the bass player in a band. Like it doesn't stick out, but it just like adds to the overall quality of the video. But like as somebody that makes videos, like I notice that Joe does stuff like that. Yeah. And I just always think like, man, that's so cool. <laughs> well, we can ask him. I, I wonder if anybody has ever, you know, like said, I, I watch your show because of their cool transitions between segments. Yeah. I you know I think that like the enduring popularity of of the show comes down a lot like in my opinion to people are just like excited to see what's next. Like that yeah. that is like the thing that I love about that his show so much is that you never know what the next thing is going to be. So that's in in you know like each game it's like a couple like it's a few minutes on each game. And it's yeah. like oh, you know we're going to get you know like 5 to 10 games in this in like a general episode. And like, what's it going to be? Like, what are they going to be? And that's, yeah. you know, you watching in like little, you know, like, sn- like snippets like that. And it just keeps your attention completely yeah. focused because you don't, you are just wondering what the next thing that the show up yeah. is going to be. And it's going to be something that, that I like and, uh, or I've never played before. I'm really interested to see what it is. Yeah. And is it going to, uh, 
I think is he going to have the same opinion about it as I do? Yeah. You know, it's just like it's it's a really good formula in a way that, you know, I don't think a lot of I mean, especially like videos that are specifically like focusing on one game. Yeah. Like that. I think that that's it's tough. It's tough to uh, keep people watching for such a long time when it's like focused on one game. You know, like our, our end of the year video did really, really good. Uh, better like this year's was better than like significantly better than like any other previous year i think it just got swept up in the algorithm at some point yeah. and i think the reason it did well is because like we're covered like 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 40 plus games in it and you the people are like oh you know these are the games that they played last year so it's just not stuff that came out last year it's like yeah from all time periods and people are excited to see what's next yeah I feel like I don't, I mean, I actually, I mean, it's kind of funny you brought that up the way you did only because it's kind of something I was thinking about this morning about his transitions, Mm -hmm. you know, the way you're talking about how you want to see what's next. Cause you know, I, a lot of times I'm, if I'm doing like one of my longer form videos, I have a tendency to like fade out and fade back in between the segments are longer. I'll spend, you know, five, six, seven, eight minutes talking about certain games and then it's, you know, it, it will fade out from that and fade into the next one. And, but then like you watch GameSack and there's no fading. Instead, it's like, here's oh, sort he... of this active transition. Right. And I think, I think it helps keep the viewer. I mean, obviously the fact that the segments are shorter helps, but in some mm-hmm. ways I feel like that active transition makes yeah. you more like, oh, what's coming up next? You know? I don't, well, I don't, I don't like, know if that makes sense, but it's just like he will have a, like an active transition, and then it like ha- it has like a second of black that he can you know you build in the well that's the, for the, the, the ad breaks, ad but right, I'm, not ta- right. I'm not talking I mean, about we do those that too. Where it has like the yeah yeah like, I'm not talking about I'm just talking about the transitions between the little segments. Like yes, the ad breaks are different, but I I don't know I just it just I feel like it it encourages like more active viewing. Yeah, it has yeah. it has a sense of. Uh, like it's propel, like it's like it's it's pulling you forward. Yes, through the episode. Like you're yeah. you're being well, you were pulled about through. To, you were about to use the word propel, which I like that a lot too. It's yeah, like, it's like it's yeah, it's or it's like pushing you. It's like hey, you know, keep yeah keep going or like it. Because I mean, in know, a way, like you know, fading to black and then fading back in is almost like a speed bump. Yeah, well, it's almost like saying like okay, like you know, you can pause it here, right? If you want to, yeah. and you can come back later. Yeah, and you know, like I, you know, in a lot of ways, like the ad breaks are like that. Because you know it has like a transition, then it has like a second of of black, and it comes back up. And we we do that. We have like a like a bumper that you know the it shows our logo like with like a background, and it like has a transition. Yeah, and it goes to black for. And that. we always use that for like to break up, especially like with two hosts. We use that as a way to end each other's segments. Yeah. So that it you know it's easier to process like oh we're jumping to another person talking now. Yeah. It's just there's all stuff that I don't think about because I'm not I have no formal training, you know. It's like I have to see somebody else do something, mm-hmm. well, and then I, like, and then sort of figure out, oh yeah, that's a good idea, you know, or whatever. Well, I mean that's but the then I don't I don't like I to steal people's in, really. tech, you know, techniques. So, but you get ideas like, oh, how can I like elaborate or change that idea to work in within, yeah, like my context, you know, yeah. So do you have uh, a uh, you got a does it slap or should we eat it list over there? Because it is your. I turn. do. Okay. 
I do. All right, are we ready? Yeah, I will remind you Here's that I cannot hear you. that. You've got to keep one and you do. Pick one that slaps and the other two get dropped. That's my question for you. I'm just like imagining him like, you know, like uh, on the ride cymbal. Yeah. You know, and like, like. When playing drums to that, you're not like using, you're not holding your sticks like this. He's like holding one like this, like in the like the drummer, like yeah. the drummer yeah. style, like you know, he's just boom, like yeah. like a jazz style. Yeah. All right, so here we go. This is a, uh, I have I have a number of things here, and there's one that I feel as though, uh, I'm gonna save because it is like I think it's almost an impossible question, so I'm gonna save it. It's, well, it's I wish you tailored, wouldn't tell me that because then it's like the the curiosity kills me. Well, I, I, I won't mention it again. Right. Okay, so I had two that I thought of today, and I think, you know, kind of going on this whole like AI and like what is real. I mean, yeah. it's kind of a good jumping off point for like one of them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, for the for the record, like I'm a person who believes in this. Okay. But if you could be, yeah. if you could prove without a doubt. To the world uh, as a whole, the existence of these things, yeah, of one of these, yes. Which one would you pick? Wow. I mean, it's it's pretty basic, yeah. but uh, aliens, ghosts, or or uh, the Sasquatch or Yeti or Bigfoot or whatever. Uh, I, that, okay. To me, that's a pretty easy question, but, um, first I'll just say, I, cause you know, you mentioned last time that you got in trouble with the, uh, the one 900 numbers because you're, <laughs> I, I think that was aliens stories. <laughs> like I totally went through a period when I was a kid where I was super into that stuff. Like I would go to the mm-hmm. library and like check out books on like both like aliens and alien abductions. But then also like I, I got at least one or two books about Bigfoot, yeah. you know, and, and, and those Rez. time life books. I was super right. into that. Yeah, well, yeah, some of those, but uh, some other stuff too. Um, one of my favorite episodes of the X Files, I think, was like a first season episode where, uh, like, Mulder goes up to like Atlantic City or something because there's like these Bigfoot type creatures living in the woods just outside of town. Mm-hmm. Um, Urban Yetis. Basically, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> you, ever, t- you ever play Urban Yeti on the Game Boy Advance? No, is that a you thing? You should. I, okay, yeah. hold on. Let me it's kind of like down. a GTA, GTA kind of game, but you play as a okay. Yeti in a city, trying to find a mate. Yeah, all right. I'll check it out. I don't know about that, but uh, um, I mean, here's the thing: like aliens being real is not a good thing. So, like, I don't like I don't want aliens to be real. So, the last thing I want to do is prove to the world that aliens are real. Because if aliens mm-hmm. are real, they're obviously uh, more technologically advanced than we are if they're coming here and like, you know, on the, on the down low, like visiting us or observing us or, or, you know, cutting the lips off of cows or whatever it is that they're doing. <laughs> so like, I don't want aliens to be a thing to me. That's bad. All right. Okay. Uh, Sasquatch is just like, I, who cares? Like if, if there's like some kind of gigantic, you know, Bigfoot looking thing living out mm-hmm. in the woods or whatever. Like I don't, yeah. 
What if it was Loch Ness Monster? I mean, I I was just oh, I was into the Loch Ness Monster too when I was a yeah. Kid. I mean, they're I all like these mythological awesome. creatures that they're you know I guess all that stuff could be like under one banner I guess of like these mythological I guess creatures. But I would that, say the same thing about the Loch Ness Monster is like who who cares? who cares? Like if yeah, when you talk about like our but ghosts, like what if you could catch and be like look I got it here it is. I don't, well, I'm no interest in doing that. Um, <laughs> like if if ghosts are a real thing like that has like far reaching implications about like everything mm-hmm. like how we think the universe even works what happens well, same to you with when you aliens, die though, really well yes but in a bad way yeah right like i don't think aliens are not going to show up and be like hey you guys are so awesome we want to help you and give you more technology and like you know solve all the world's problems you know i mean that's a lot of star trek though right uh well it depends i mean who's showing up you know are you, are you getting the Federation showing up or are you getting, you know, the Cardassians showing up, you know? <laughs> but, uh, you know, we all wonder about, you know, what happens when you die, right? Because you have yeah. no way of knowing, really, you know? So, but, you know, if ghosts are a real thing, then then you can say that, hey, you know, this this person that, you know, your, your dead grandmother or your best friend that killed himself or whatever, like, they're not really gone. They just exist in an alternate state, you know? And, of course, that's, you know... Various world religions also have their own opinion on that as well. Right. But it's the same thing. It's always like you can have faith that one thing is the truth or another thing is the truth. But, the, you know, the only way to know is to you find out when you die, you know. So so which one between aliens and ghosts would you say would cause world society in like like life as we know it to collapse more severely? Oh, aliens, obviously. <laughs> I mean, have you never watched movies? Like, I don't. I'm not saying like they'd come in and destroy, but I'm saying like just their existence. Like they're like doing yeah. stuff out there, and I'm like I'm sure a lot of that. Like, I mean, as far as I know, like I would assume that they are. You know, like as yeah. uh, in in the movie Contact, that's written by Carl Sagan, doesn't he say like you know if there's if we're all alone in this universe, it sure is a terrible waste of space. Yeah. You know, yeah. So I like I feel like there's uh But that's what I think when you say like, you know, do you believe in aliens? You're you're asking like, do you believe aliens are visiting Earth? Like I don't yeah. think And but I, I mean, mean like we automatically assume like, oh, if aliens exist and they're visiting Earth, like they want to kill us. Well, I mean, it's just it's there's a risk factor there. If I right. mean oh, for sure. The fact is if there's aliens visiting Earth, they probably could kill us. Yeah. Yeah. So but I mean, like the whole like you know, ghosts and the, like the the religious religious uh, implications of that also. Like, I mean, does that confirm like an existence of perhaps of 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 a heaven and hell? Like, who knows? Maybe. I mean, I mean like, if if you say if you had some way to prove, oh yes, ghosts exist. I I don't see how that runs counter to. I, I think you could find a way to just sort of incorporate that into most religious belief. You know. Hang on, I just you hear that beeping. Yeah, what's going on there? It just sounds like the smoke alarm went off. Our, our smoke alarm goes off all the time. Yeah. Oh, it's sure? driving my like, dog crazy. It's not like carbon monoxide, is it? No, or, no. Or it's just sorry, the one in our kitchen. Like, if if you don't have, if you're like cooking something on the stove and you yeah. don't have like the air like pulling yeah. it out, yeah, it's like it's gonna set like set it off like all the time. Yeah, uh, we've got and, one like that too. It's super annoying. Like I'm just trying to cook, it, and it's like going off. And it's like because then yeah, what do you want to do? You want to go? Like, 
you want to go unplug it, but it's like, don't do that because you need yeah. to have a smoke detector. Like, I, I will, all I want to do is like move it kind of a little bit further away. Yeah. To like maybe the dining room, which is like on the other side of the counter, essentially. Like, just move it over there. And I think that that would probably prevent that a little bit more, but it would still like go off if needed be. But the thing is, is like, there is like, it's the slot where it is, like, there's a big hole cut in the ceiling. So that means that I would have to really do a lot of work to, to move that. Yeah. And it would not look pretty when I was done. You should have me come do it. You said that you saw the patching job I did on my stucco. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, when I, when you first sent me that, like I said to you, I said, is your, is your house cracking in half? And you're like, no, yeah. no, that says that the garage. The right? garage yeah. Are you going to paint over the... it? Yeah, of course it looks ugly, but it's just, you know, I, I mean, just for reference for everybody listening, like I sent Corey a picture, like my, my garage, I have a detached garage and like on, it's like symmetrical on either side of the garage. There's a crack running down the wall just because I don't know if the ground is settled. I mean, you know, it, the garage doesn't have the same kind of like, you know, foundational support that the house does. Mm-hmm. And so it developed a little bit of a crack. And I can see over the years, people have like patched it with like, here's some stucco patch, here's some caulk and like, yeah, it just needed to get fixed properly. And so I dug all of that patching material out and, and opened up the crack all the way and then and then patched it with uh, with stucco patch. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I'm waiting. You have to let it dry for like three to five days, but then it keeps raining around here. So, I, you know, I'm waiting. But, yeah, I'm going to prime it and paint it. But I might need to put another like skim coat over the top of it because like it looked really good when it was wet. But when it dried, it shrunk a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so now if I paint it, you're going to see it. And so I don't know if I put another little coat over it. You know, maybe that'll help. But, yeah, you know, and then we'll see as far as all the repairs I did to the house. You know, it's going to rain a lot. So we'll see if we have water. I mean, I I found at least where one of the leaks was coming from and fixed it. So, and that was kind of the one I was the most worried about. So uh, before we continue on, do we want to like, is there any, uh, any other thoughts that about, do we even, so you're saying you want to prove the existence of ghosts? A hundred percent. Yeah. That's my answer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cause I want, little... I personally, I want ghosts to be a thing. Yeah. Like I don't, as far as like, like what if alien, they're just like around you all the time, I, that would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, like all the time. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I, don't, I mean, I don't know if like ghosts have like a code of ethics, you know, like, you know, yeah, some right? people say, oh, yeah, I could feel my dad's presence when blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, like, you know, do you feel your dad's presence when you're like, you know, or, or whatever? Like, well, like, I don't <laughs> exactly. I hope, not. Like, I hope that but, ghosts... like, what if you don't feel their presence, but they're there. And but okay, like, I mean, but it's like no different son. than like, you know, like my wife and I are around each other like constantly, right? Like mm-hmm. I constantly feel her presence and she constantly feels my presence because we live together, right? But like if she goes yeah. in the bathroom and she's, you know, dropping the kids off, I don't come in there and hang out with her, right? You, yeah. you, you know there's certain times where you give someone their privacy, right? So I would hope that if ghosts are real, you know, if your great-grandmother comes to visit you sometimes... I hope mm-hmm. that she knows that, like, oh, now is not the time to come hang out with Corey because he's doing something that, you know, yeah, you normally afford someone some privacy for. Yeah. Or what if they, you know, if they accidentally walk in, though? Like, oh. Hey, man. Whoops. When I was. Uh, and that they're going to tell you all about it. When, when my wife and I were on our honeymoon, we took a cruise and mm-hmm. uh, the maid walked in on us. Uh, was it, was it, was it, was it weird? 
Or she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Of course. And just, well, what know. was really weird is my wife was like, huh. And I, I kind of turned around and I was like, hey, you know, like I was thinking maybe I could get something. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, obviously, it was weird like because I don't I don't think that's I think that's the only time we've ever kind of been busted, you know, because when yeah. else would that? It's not like we're like people that go do it in public. So like when else would that even really happen? Mm-hmm. But because I don't remember why, but it came up in a conversation the other day between my wife and I because this is a long time ago. It's like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it was kind of like, oh, man, you remember that time on the boat and then the maid walked in? And I, I think I'd asked her, it's like, I wonder how often that happens with them, with the maids. Like, I feel like they yeah. get together during break time, be like, oh, I walked in on one again today, you know? It's got to be like at least at least once a week, probably. I would think. At least, or think. if you're on a cruise, you know, probably one time. Per, per cruise, but you know, at the same time, they probably get real good at at like knowing whether or not to. You would hope, yeah. You know, like just knock, just knock on the door. Oh, I'm sure she probably did, but you know, we probably just weren't paying attention. You know. Yeah. Our our uh, attention was elsewhere. So, uh, going back really quick to the uh, to the stucco, is that like the biggest like construction thing you've done to your house, like on your own? You think? Uh well I don't think patching stucco is a, a big construction. But I mean thing, it's like it was a big all, job. But... It looked like it, it probably took you a, a while. No, nah, it wasn't that big of a deal. But I mean I no, I mean because I don't think it's that difficult. I think what's harder, you know, like and anybody who owns an old house probably knows about you know you get dry rot. Yeah, know, especially in the window frames, you get dry rot, and like learning how to properly fix dry rot was is more of a uh takes a little bit more skill you know especially because like you know our windows have like a decorative molding around them like most old houses like the windows have decorative molding and Mm -hmm. so like if that i got like one time there's a a window that the decorative molding got dry rot and so i had to cut out all the dry rot and treat it and whatnot and then use like you know i use just bondo to to patch the dry rot but then you had to put i had to put the bondo in there and then kind of form it so that it looked like the decorative molding. And then once it dried, I'd use sandpaper to like sort of fine tune it and make it look like the wooden wooden molding. Like that yeah. was that was a lot more difficult. Like when patching done, stucco. Are you looking like, at it like are you saying like I did Dude, that. I'll still I mean, walk I, past that with my wife and I'm like, hey, check out that uh check out that <laughs> patch job I did up there. Cause you yeah, really I, can't tell, you know? Yeah, I'm the same way. Where, you know, if I see something that I I, I'm proud of, like in home improvement wise. Like, yeah, yeah, I did that. But I mean, I, does demolition count? Yeah, of course. Because I mean, because, I, like, I should show you the, down. I should you show it. you the pictures of what this basement looked like when we moved in to the house. Like, um, and you did it all yourself. You like knocked everything down. It was I, a bunch did, of rooms, and you. We well, no, this is only one room. It's not that big of a basement, but uh, like somebody had done something to sort of half-assedly finish the basement. Back in like mm-hmm. the 70s. Oh, okay. And, you know, my wife and I always thought like, oh, yeah, you know, one of these days we're going to do something about that basement. But, you know, like we don't have other things to do. We never did it. And then um, when the, the people that live next door to us, when they moved in, at some point they rented a construction dumpster, you know, mm-hmm. which one of those huge dumpsters. Yeah, yeah. And like he knew he wasn't going to fill it up. So he just told me, he's just like, hey, man, just so you know, there's a construction dumpster in my driveway for like five days. Feel free to like throw as much stuff in there as you want. Yeah. 
And I think my wife and I, it was like the first thing, like, ooh, the basement. And so, like, I came down here and just started ripping everything out. And, like, it didn't seem like that much. Like, if you looked at it, you're like, oh, okay, this shouldn't be a big deal. But, mm-hmm. I mean, we, like, filled up the construction dumpster. Like, I just, I took a couple of days off from work. And I came down here with, like, a hammer and a crowbar and some wire cutters and just started going to town. Uh, Was it Tearing everything out. Did, I mean, you didn't get to use, like, a sledgehammer or anything? Uh, I don't think, nothing, nothing ever required a sledgehammer. It was, because it was just a lot of wood. Yeah. So I just, you know, crowbar to, you know, pry everything. Like part of the, part of the ceiling up here had like kind of a really, it had like a false ceiling, but nothing as nice as like what you have. Like it had this real like crappy, like somebody put something up to cover up the floor joists, which I don't understand because I think they look cool, but there was like this whole built in cabinet that was covering the sewer pipe that looked like crap. Uh, Like in front of me over here, what you can't see, but where I have like my computer and my PVM. This was mm-hmm. all cabinets that looked like crap, and so we ripped all that stuff out. Um, like behind me over here to my right, um, this like behind this wall is the water heater and the furnace. But mm-hmm. it, the wall frame was there, but then what was on the wall or what made up the wall was like like fiberboard or something. Like it wasn't drywall; it was like something crappy. Okay, and then it had this weird huge door. That I, it was just all I ripped all of that. So I ripped this wall. I just left the frame of the wall and I ripped everything off. And like I said, ripped all the cabinetry out. I ripped all the stuff off that was on the ceiling and um, basically got it ready for people to come in and, and kind of refinish. Uh, you know, they had to put up because part of the basement down here was open to the underside of the house, too. So somebody came in here and drywalled it. You know, so that it the the wall goes all the way up to the ceiling, so that now it's sealed off from the yeah. underside of the house. Uh, the one thing I would say I did down here, because like I said, we paid somebody came down here and painted, or they didn't paint. They because uh, we didn't know, like, because the walls were just totally unpainted. It was just bare concrete. Yeah, and we weren't sure, like, what there's got to be a special paint. Yeah, for like a basement, like basement wall. I don't think you just yeah. go to the store and just buy a it's can like thicker of thicker or something like that. And I don't even know, like, but like we. So we went to like one of the paint places and asked, and they're like, oh, we're going to, we'll call our associates on the East Coast and we're going to figure out the right stuff. And then they came in here and they painted, they painted on like this base coat of whatever like the basement wall paint is. And then we, I did all the final painting, but, um, and then like, you know, we paid people to come down here and put in the, the carpet and uh, the laminate floor. But uh, the one thing I did down here that I would say is pretty cool is I refinished the staircase. Uh, oh, cool, the, yeah. The staircase is just, I think underneath there is a is a concrete staircase, but somebody built a wooden staircase on top of it. But oh. it was just made out of like pine, and it, the wood had never been finished. It was just unfinished pine. And like the staircase, like I said, based on some stuff I found down here, I think this, this work was all done in like the 70s. Yeah. Uh, like I found... Uh, Inside the the drop ceiling was like an empty bottle of bourbon. And I looked it up and it was like some really cheap ass brand of bourbon that was only sold for like a few years in the 70s. And so I'm like, OK, this has been here at least since then. Mm-hmm. Um, was there there was no but, like, like, no, it was empty. Cigarette it was butts empty. in there. No, I didn't. And no porn. I was hoping for some porn. <laughs> no. Um, but so, yeah, so I, I sanded the stair cause the stairs, it was dirty cause people have been walking on it, this unfinished wood for like, you know, years and years and years. So I had to sand it down until it all looked clean. And then I stained it 
and then put a few coats of uh, polyurethane on it, and it turned out pretty good. Um, yeah, but so I would say, even though, like I said, we paid other people to do the skilled stuff that I didn't have the skill to do, but yeah, you know, I would say that my contribution to the basement, like that, has to be the biggest thing I've ever done. Uh, although upstairs we've got like an attic space, um, we have like I don't, it's called like a Tudor revival or something. Our house, it's got like these really uh, steep pitched roof, uh, roof, you know. Mm-hmm. And so there's like an attic space above the rooms, but then there's also attic space to the side of the rooms. So like huh. my office upstairs has like this weird little door that you can open and you go into this little completely unfinished space. And so like you look up and you just see like the underside of the roof and you see all the nails coming through that are, you know, holding the shingles on. Yeah. But uh that room was completely unfinished and um that's the side of the house that gets like hit by the sun. Right. And so that little room would get super super hot in the summer. Yeah. And because there's no insulation at all like our house is old so all the walls are just lath and plaster and you could put your hand up to the wall like you know in my office or in the hallway between the the wall that's between the space you're standing in and and the attic and the wall would be like very warm right so i mean that so heat's radiating off those walls and like heating up the upstairs of the house you know yeah you don't want to put stuff in there that's like yeah well i wasn't going to put stuff in there no matter what but i'm saying it's it's making our house warmer like okay. the inside of our house. And so like that was like the big project I did during the pandemic was I went into that attic space and I insulated uh the walls between between the attic space and and you know the, the sort of the inside of our house, you know. Like right. I created this is now like that attic space is basically now outside of our house. You know, when people talk about when you insulate things you either bring a space inside your house or you make it outside. So like now that space can still get hot, but we had somebody come in there and put in an attic fan. But then I also, I insulated the walls in there so that now in the summer, if you feel the walls, they're much cooler. But I mean, it's like multiple layers because, you know, I put like fiberglass insulation between all of the studs and then I put like foam insulation over that and then some other kind of reflective insulation over that. So, uh, that took kind of a while, but it was pretty fun. Yeah. So you had to do like a lot of research to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't know what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's the thing that always scares me about that kind of stuff is that, you know, I'll do a lot of research, but you know, when you're, when you're in the moment and there's a chance you could screw it up. Yeah. Like I get, I get real nervous about that stuff. Well, I mean, I just, I do the research and I basically have to decide, like, do I think this is something I can do? Yeah. You know, because like I said, our, our so all of our walls are plaster. <clears throat> Excuse me. Instead of like, instead of being drywall, uh, our, our walls inside the house are all plaster. And uh, we get a lot of cracks in the walls just over yeah. time. You know, the house shakes or whatever else happens. Plaster cracks. Yeah. And, you know, my first thought was I'm just going to go get some caulk and just like, squirt it into the cracks and blend it in and paint over it. But I'm like, well, is that really the way you're supposed to do that? And so I did a bunch of, you know, I watched, you know, like this old house videos on YouTube yeah, and yeah, did yeah. reading and they kind of explained how you're supposed to properly. Cause my whole thing is I, anything I do to my house, I want it done properly. 
Like I'm not trying yeah, to like yeah. do anything well, half assed or like I've had contractors. Yeah. yeah. But like I've had contractors come out to the house and be like, well, okay, here's the cheapest, you know, we're going to get this done for you on the cheap. Here's the cheapest way to do this. And, and I'm like, are you serious? Like it's, I don't want it done cheaply. I want it done correctly. Right. Yes. It's a huge pet peeve. It's, we, we have a hard time finding people that come out and that will just be honest and be like, if you want this fixed correctly, here's how to do it. Like, at least yes. give me the option. Yeah. Cause like, yeah. I'm, we're willing to pay. I'm, I'm not saying I mean, in most cases, we're not like, rich, I don't but know. it's like, they don't know how to you, do it correctly. Then, then say that and then leave. Like, right. I don't, well, yeah, exactly. I, I 100% agree with you. And that's, that's the thing about doing a lot of the stuff yourself. I mean, I do a lot of stuff in this house by myself. And you spend, you go above and beyond to figure it out correctly because, yeah. A, you don't want to uh, burn down your house or destroy your house. Right. And, B, you don't want to do it again. Yeah. And, C, you just want to, uh, you want to have that comfort of knowing that, like, you did it right from the start. Yeah. Well, so, to that end, it's like, so this thing with the with the cracks in the plaster is like, I just, you know... I looked into it and it's just like, that's one of those things where, you know, you properly, it well, it's just like properly fixing plaster so that it doesn't look like anything ever happened. Like that's like a skill that takes a long time. Like people that can do that really well are like real craftsmen. And so yeah. like, you know, I, I realized like, nope, I'm not even going to try. And I mean, we even had like, it's, it's funny, the guy that owns the company that, uh, the HVAC company that we use, like we bought our, our AC from like his background before he bought that company was, he was like a, he would do like mud and plaster. And so we had a little issue when they, I think when they put in the, the AC, there was a little leak in the roof. And so it damaged mm-hmm. some of the plaster and he's like, Oh, I'll just come fix it. And so he comes over and like, he fixes it. And while he's doing it, he's telling me, he's like, yeah, you know, I used to have, you know, before I was in this business, this is what I did. And like, you know, he would mm-hmm. tell me about the stuff he did. And the thing is, like, he fixed it, and, like, you 100% cannot tell yeah. that it's not. Like, it's just, it's like he erased the damage, and it's just gone. And I remember watching him do that, and I was like, man, I don't, that's the kind of thing, like, that's like a muscle memory yeah. that you develop over years and, and years of that, doing like, something. You know, the reason he probably said that is because he probably, like, legit enjoys doing that. Like, that probably. is something that, yeah. it's like, oh, you know, like, not a lot of people can do this, and this is just just kind of taking it back to like what I used to do. I mean, I, yeah. I feel like that's true for when I do, uh, why I enjoy authoring Blu-rays and stuff Yeah, is because it like, that's, I did that for a long time and it's, it just, yeah. there's something about it that, that is not fun to probably most people. But if you spend a lot of time doing that, it's kind of like, yeah. oh, you know, yeah, it's, it's nice. But yeah, and just going going back to like you know the home repair thing, I just think there's some there's certain things where it's like this is ninety percent technical, like mm-hmm. I just have to know how to do whatever this is, and there are other things where I think yes, there's a certain technical aspect to it, but a lot of it is also sort of like almost getting into like artistry, you know, yes. and that's the kind of stuff where it's just like I can't, like I can learn the technical aspects of, of doing something, but. If it's one of these things where a lot of it is just like artistry, you you got to pay someone or it's not going to get yeah. done, you know. Yeah. I mean, even that stucco that I patched, like I think it looks pretty good, but I'm sure if I'd paid a professional, it would look even better. But to me, it's the like it's the backside of the garage that nobody's even going to see. Yeah. And uh 
Yeah. It still feels good to have done it, though. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Even if it takes up a portion of your weekend. We just had to, I had to cut a bunch of stuff off of a tree. We have a tree in our front yard that, uh, I'm not sure if, if you're familiar with it, but it has like this uh, ash borer disease, which is like this bug that gets inside of trees and like. That's like a, that, I mean, not to derail It's your, like a major problem. Well, you know, it's like, also, it's a problem for uh, the guitar uh, industry. Because really? most, like uh, the the go to one of the main and maybe the main go to wood for making electric guitars and electric basses is swamp ash, not swamp ash, okay. swamp ash. Yeah, and um, and so now like they've had to move away. Like a lot of these guitars are made out of other things because it's this beetle. You're talking, it's this boring yeah. beetle, and so now you they can't use the whoa. You can't use the wood. You can't use the swamp ash to make uh, guitars anymore because of this because of this beetle. What what an unfortunate name, swamp ash. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, so one of our trees in our front lawn have this right, and the people who own the house previously, like, were treating it and yeah. saying like, oh, you got to get you know people coming out there like every couple of years and they got to treat it. And I had no idea when the last time that they did it. And I started noticing last summer, it's like, oh, it's, you know, we've been here for two years now. It's probably time. And, like, it's not looking very good. Mm-hmm. So we had these people come out, and they put these, like, things in there. Uh, there's, like, these, I don't know, they're, like, these, uh, I don't really I know how to explain what they look like. But they kind of look like a pen, but they have, like, a thing of liquid on the ends is like okay like i can imagine what you're talking injecting about, yeah. it in you know and they leave them there yeah and you know they said oh it's like it's kind of far gone like i'm not sure if we can save it but we'll do this and you know like each time each treatment costs like six hundred dollars and we're like oh my wow. god like if we have to pull this thing out like how much is it going to cost and uh we had another friend saying oh you know we are right, we had two trees like that that you know we had to get removed and I'm like, well, how much does it cost somebody to bring in like a stump grinder? Like once yeah. you cut it down, you got to grind that stump. And because my wife was like, oh, well, you know what we'll do is we'll just if we have to cut it down, we're just going to turn it into like a like a fairy uh, like house type thing where it's just like you know we'll, we'll like make something out of it. And it's like yeah. this cut, you know, you can sit out there or you can do something with it. Yeah. Or like build like fairy houses. Like that's kind of a big thing like in this area at least where people will put these like fairy doors on things and people try to find them all. Yeah. Uh, anyways, she's like, Oh, we'll do something like that with it. And then this person said, Oh, we got ours removed. And it was like, like we had two of them removed and it was $1,600. And I'm like, we've already spent like $1,200 trying to save this thing. We don't even know if we're going to be able to save it. Yeah. And what happened is like, you know, we've had a lot of high winds uh, in like the last year up here, we're kind of like on a hill. So we get like really high winds, but like a big chunk of the tree just like broke. And it was like balancing between two seg- segments of the tree. So I had to get up there and like, we had this like kind of this smaller saw. Yeah. And I, and we ended up cutting off all these branches, you know, like, I don't know if we overdid it. Uh, hopefully we didn't hurt the tree more by cutting a bunch of this stuff off, but if if I like I don't I would like to save the tree, but I'm not gonna save the tree to like 
thousands of dollars to the tune of thousands of dollars. Yeah, I get it. I'd rather just cut it down. We could, if we can get that stump grinder, then let's plant something new. Yeah. You know, instead. Yeah. As it's not going anywhere with that story. That's all I got. <laughs> no, I just because you spent your weekend trimming trees. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes it's funny because I get, I know we talked about this before, but I get annoyed because it's like I have things I want to do. Like I want to make these, I have these yeah. videos I want to make, you know, but then I, I'm like, oh, I get all stressed out because like I got this stuff I got to do, I got to fix on my house, you know, and I don't really necessarily want to do all that, you know, like I don't feel like I signed up for this, you know, like I didn't, <laughs> Yeah. like I'd rather yeah. live in a newer home where th- th- there's less upkeep, you know, but at the same time it's a trade off, right? Like this house yeah. is probably cooler than like a newer house would be at least for us, you know, yeah. but but what I'm saying is that when you do those things, there's an immense sense of satisfaction. Yes. In my opinion. Like, the, not just the stuff, but I mean, I, I did all this patchwork over here on this wall where the leaking is happening and did a bunch mm-hmm. of repainting. And, you know, when you're done, you kind of stand back and look up at that wall and, you know, that looks pretty dang good, you know. And hopefully. Yeah. Uh, and be like, yeah, I did that. Hopefully. Yeah, you know, I works. feel that same way, like, just every time I mow the lawn. Yeah. Yeah. I bought I a new that. ladder and everything, by the way, to just to do oh, all that. Oh, that's cool. I have a. Ladder, I didn't have a ladder that was tall enough for me to really get. Like now, my ladder I can reach like any point of my house. Mm-hmm. So. That's uh, that's convenient. You know, in this big windstorm that we had uh, this past Friday, like a part of our siding like kind of came off, and it's like a little bit hanging. Yeah. Uh, it actually happened last year, and. Uh, I got up there and I fixed it and I like kind of like nailed it in so it wouldn't happen again. But I must yeah. have like torn through that and it's just like kind of hanging there. And we had to like borrow a gigantic ladder because this thing is like at the top of the house. It's yeah. like right at the like the peak of the, the roof on yeah. the side. I'm like, I'm not going to do that again. I, I'm not a big fan of heights. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, and I, I don't know. I worked with a guy who was like working on his house one time and he like fell off a ladder and it like, like basically incapacitated him for wow, like months, if not yeah. years. They just I mean, I don't falling I just, off the ladder. I try to be. I mean, it's a dumb thing to say, but I just try to be careful. Everybody, you know. Uh, and then the other dumb thing I'll say that everybody always says, but it works. Is just don't look down. Like I just, I know, I because yeah. that's like you know, it's like a twenty-two foot ladder. So like I have to get up. You know, it's it's yeah. like you like you. It's the I had to get up to basically the peak of my house, mm-hmm. you know, two story house. And, you know, I'm climbing the ladder. I'm I'm looking up at where I'm going as I'm climbing, you know. Yeah. And then when I'm up there, I'm focusing on my work. And then, you know, when I get down, I'm really just kind of watching where I'm placing my hands on the ladder. And I just don't – like, yeah. I don't think I'm afraid of heights. But, like, I think if you're not at least concerned about heights, there's something <laughs> wrong with you. Like, you know. Yeah. You see these so, people, like, hanging on mountains and stuff, like like rock climbing. It's like, no. Yeah. I'm not into that at all. Uh, um, all right. What? But I, I I did say to my wife, I said, you know, like, I'm not going to get back up there and do that. We're going to yeah. call somebody to fix it, and they're going to, like, make it so it doesn't happen again. I'm not doing well, anything. I mean, I think that would be – I can tell, like, my wife really doesn't like it when I get up on ladders. Like, mm-hmm. she's very scared for my safety. So I, if – Yeah. You know, if I said to my wife, I'm not doing that anymore, like, she would be a, 100% on board. The problem that we have is we can't find people yes, to do yeah. the work. Like, I feel like I have no choice. But to do this stuff myself, because anybody we find, there's always some kind of issue, you know, yeah. like either they're, they come and like, oh, I'm going to do this the cheapest way possible, 
or they come out and they're just like, and like, you know, we had some guy come and do some work on our house and like, you know, I've never seen a more perfect example in my life of an asshole. Pardon, <laughs> pardon my language. Like when you say like, man, that guy was an asshole that perfect. Like the guy is just a complete and he's one of those guys. He doesn't think he is one. And that's the worst kind of asshole. Yeah. Like if you're just an unapologetic asshole, I can at least respect that in some way. Yes. But the person that they think that they're a nice, cool guy, but actually they're just a huge asshole. <laughs> That's the worst. The, yeah, they're, they're, there's no way to uh, to reconcile that. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you don't mind, um, can we tackle a couple of uh, listener questions yeah, on the way yeah, out? Yeah, let's, let's hit a couple of emails, and then I'm going to eat my lunch. I'm getting My stomach was growling there for a little bit. Oh, I'm so sorry. Hopefully it's not. Um Picked up by the uh, by the microphone. Yeah. Okay. So uh, this is a repeat uh, questioner. This uh, this comes from Bob uh, up in Oregon there, and uh, Bob is a regular in my uh, Discord. So and uh, I don't know if you remember. I don't I don't recall the questions. I just remember he asked. He had like multiple questions that he asked last time. Because mm-hmm. I remember we even had to flag the email. Like, oh, we'll come back yeah. to this later. So he says, the only reason I say that is he says, okay, just one question this time. <laughs> uh, oh, this is a good question. Uh, answer only in the context of viewing enjoyment. This is an important point. So don't extrapolate out to anything else. In, in the context of solely of viewing enjoyment, Schwarzenegger or Stallone? Oh, Schwarzenegger, without a doubt. 100%. Yeah. Well, Command, Commando alone trumps like anything that uh any any action movie yeah this Sloan has done the only thing that even comes close is probably demolition man for me yeah i mean i have to agree but you know i don't want to make it seem like i mean Sylve- i love sylvester stallone like he's great you know his movies like the rocky movies are awesome mm-hmm. maybe not cliffhanger uh demolition man you know awesome yeah. uh maybe not stop or my mom will shoot <laughs> um but I mean, to me, like most Rocky movies are like, you know, Rich Eisen remote drop movies. Like if I'm like, I don't flip through channels anymore anyways. But if right. I did, if I saw like, oh, Rocky three is on drop the remote, I'm going to finish that one up. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, I, have, I, mean, I have great respect for Sylvester Stallone that he wrote Rocky. Yeah, he wrote First Blood um, also, didn't he? Uh, I'm not sure about that. But and but yeah, and then the Rambo movies are cool. Over the top, maybe you know, not uh, a great cinematic achievement. But uh, I remember that's, enjoying that's, it when I was a kid. That's the movie about arm wrestling, isn't it? Right, because how many movies can you name that are about arm wrestling? You know, there was One. Over the Top, One. and then there's the scene in The Fly. If you remember, oh, when Jeff Goldblum, like, yeah, when he starts yeah. turning into Brindle Fly, but, but and then breaks not, the guy's forearm. That's, that's, that movie's not about arm wrestling. Like, no, Over the Top is about arm, arm wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 single fatherhood. To be fair, maybe you know I get like I get I don't remember anything about it except for the arm wrestling. He's a truck driver that arm wrestles, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, like, like that. Like who? It's wait. Did, did you say that he wrote that? No. no Over the top. That. No. I'm not Just, saying okay. he didn't. Maybe he did, but I doubt <laughs> it. I don't think you write Rocky and then you write Over the Top, but. Like, I mean, do you Could think if someone sat down and said, I'm going to make a movie, I'm going to yeah. write a movie about arm wrestling. See, I think when you go into the pitch meeting, though, 
I don't think you say that. Like, okay, guys, I've got this meeting or I've got this movie I'm going to tell you guys about, about arm wrestling. I think you're talking more about, you know, him trying to, like, connect with his son and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he's a you know, blue-collar truck driver. And, you know, it's sort of told in the context of, yes, he's also a professional arm wrestler. Like, I think you're... <laughs> You're downplaying the arm wrestling until you get the green light. <laughs> I'm overplaying it, I think, maybe. I yeah. don't know, because I, I think... I, I've always joked about that movie, the fact that it's about arm wrestling. Like, I don't remember anything else about it, except for... The, I, I can, re, like, think of the VHS cover and the fact that it was about arm wrestling. Yeah. You know, it's just, like, it's just such a funny thing. And I'm like, every time someone brings that movie up, I'll be like, oh, that's the movie about arm wrestling. And I will yeah, say that in a way it that it's like... Isn't that hilarious? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time, I can't right. not say that. But I'm uh, gonna, I'm going to say Schwarzenegger without it without a doubt because I mean yeah I don't I think you have to. There's Commando just too many, is like there's is too many great movies that Schwarzenegger has made and he had like that run in like yeah. the late '80s and early '90s like basically yeah. from like I want to say like Commando up until like Last Action Hero. Last Action Hero was kind of like his first like misstep i think for which i i think is is a good movie yeah and i think that's probably a movie that has like aged pretty well um and probably is much more liked than it was when it came out but there was you know like he had he had an insane run there yeah uh all right one more okay this is from noah and um yeah, he says, uh, here's a bunch of dummy text just in case. Really enjoy the show. It's the perfect thing to have on while I'm grinding in an old game or just need ah. something to relax with. So before I even answer your question, though, I just want to say, because I don't know why I saw something yesterday that reminded me of this, but uh, I'm one of those people, like, I enjoy, like, if you're, if you know, if you're playing an RPG and someone's like, oh, you have to do a lot of, like, the first Dragon Warrior or something, like, oh, you have to do a lot of grinding. I like grinding. I I do too. It's just I think it's just our age and like you know we played a lot of games that you had to grind, and yeah. I I really appreciated when like on the PS One, there's a lot of games that they made it so that you could play with one hand if you wanted to. Like yeah, like I have one of like those the, PlayStation controllers, the one hand. Well, controller. I, but I like they do it with like like Dragon like Dragon Warrior, uh, probably like probably seven does it too. But I know that Dragon Warrior eight like made it so that it had confirm and back. Like on oh, as the, the shoulder uh, buttons. Yeah, as like the L1 and R, R, oh, L1 and cool. L2. So you could yeah. play it with one hand if you wanted to. If you yeah. wanted to just like run around in circles and then yeah. play with one hand, you could. But I mean, I remember being a kid and like you'd spend literally an entire evening mm -hmm. like in Dragon Warrior, like when you're first starting, just killing like slimes, drackies, and wyverns mm -hmm. just to try to get up, you know, five levels and, and you know, before because you even was... bothered trying to go to the next town. There were there and a lot of times it would work well because you know you would grind but also you'd just like make the money so you could buy like the real expensive right. equipment and there like there's almost there's very few feelings of accomplishment yeah. in video games that can match that for me yeah where it's like you know you grind up until you get powerful enough to just like basically wipe the floor with like whatever area right. you're in right. Uh, all right. Anyway, that's not even Noah's question. So, okay. um, but just, you know, it reminded me, I don't know why that I had just been thinking about that. Like I said, maybe yesterday, um, I'll say, I don't think I have an answer for this, but I feel like you might. 
Okay. So he says, uh, here's my question. Uh, what albums or songs do you strongly associate with a particular game? Whether they came out around the same time or you had it on in the background mm-hmm. while playing, I find certain tunes logged into my brain even if they don't really fit. For example, I listened to a lot of No FX while I played Majora's Mask years ago. <laughs> so any song off of Punk and Drublick makes me think of that game. I enjoy your guys' music taste, so I'm always happy when you detour into album talk. Punk and Drublick is, is a good... It's like the, that's the only No FX album that I really know. Yeah. You know, much of it. That's one that I you know, yeah. put on. My brother had the tape. Uh so for like me, I'm trying. I'm just trying to think of like an album where I was playing a lot of this music while I was playing some game. So for me, it's definitely uh, Pearl Jam's Ten that I would listen to when I played through Lufia on the Super oh. Nintendo, and I, I associate that music. I associate Pearl Jam with that game because of it. Um, that is probably the number one example. See, I knew you'd have an me. answer. Yeah, yeah, and that's that is. That's definitely the one I think of because I didn't listen to very much of the game music, and you know I was just see just I, I think myself listening to that album. album my album. my issue is I'm like the opposite. Like I don't want to listen to music while I'm if I'm playing a game. I want to yeah, listen yeah. to the game. So to me, it's more like you know the obvious answers, which are like you know the the soundtrack to like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, mm-hmm. or the soundtrack to the first couple of Gran Turismo games. Mm-hmm. You know, but then it's like, well, of course you. But those are you licensed know. soundtracks. They don't really count. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I'm the same way where I don't, like, that's the only time that I can really think of that because, you know, that's one of the very few times that it's happened. Because I'd rather, you know, if I'm playing a game, I want to experience, like, everything that it has to offer so that I can remember it. And, you know, I've said before that, like, these days I don't listen to game music very much outside of games. Yeah, and that's just because, in a lot of ways, it's hard for me to like really enjoy the music without the context of the game. Yeah, as much. It's about the context that music is playing in. I guess this is not really directly answering his question, but I just I'll say this: like I have a strong association uh, between Silent Hill, the first Silent Hill, and uh, Weird Al Yankovic, just because I remember uh, I'd gotten that game and I've been playing it. Um, you know, for the afternoon or whatever, when my friends came over to pick me up and we all went to a, a Weird Al Yankovic concert. So oh, that's cool. That's kind of a strange. That's the only time I've ever seen Weird Al in concert, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's kind of a strange association. You, uh, where are you at on on Weird Al? Uh, I mean, I like like the hits. The only album of his that I've like fully owned was probably uh, Off the Deep End. Yeah. Nirvana, oh, and then the Nirvana cover. Right. Uh, we listened, you know, it's funny now that you say that, and that's just like unlocked a, a memory for me. So we listened to that album a whole bunch. Uh, my friend Tim and I play, are, were playing Top Gear yeah. on the Super Nintendo, and we listened to that album a bunch during that. So that, I guess I, I could say that Top Gear, like I. That game has great music, though, Top Gear. <laughs> I know, right? And like I didn't know that then, though. That's Gremlin but, like, Graphics, right? Top Gear? Because it was the same people that made the Lotus Turbo Challenge games for the it's, well, Kemco uh, was like was was Kemco like the publisher? I think Kemco was just the publisher. But didn't, I, I think Gremlin Graphics changed their name. I want to say. Okay, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know I'd know have to look sure. it up, and we of course don't do that. So 
Um, <laughs> but all right, what do you say? I mean, do you want to do you want to do one more or do you want to end it? Uh, I got let's 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 call it for today because right, I have to. Uh, we're at ninety. My wife minutes, wants to go on a walk, so like a good, and we got to oh, take God. for a walk, and I haven't yeah. eaten lunch. All right. Well, then you've been listening to episode twenty-one, the blackjack episode of. <laughs> Here's my question for you: If you'd like to have your question read, uh, probably a couple months from now on the show, <laughs> uh, you can send us an email at uh, Here's My Podcast at Gmail dot com. And uh, if you're someone that listens to this uh, the show uh, through various podcast distribution services, you should also know we have a YouTube channel where uh, all of the episodes are simultaneously released in video form. So if you want to see the amazing shade of blue that Corey's shirt is, that is how you uh, would do it. Just search on YouTube for uh, here's my question for you. If you enjoy nothing more than just watching two dudes talking to each other yeah, and nothing else, no other context, just them looking at each other and talking yes, from one, like from thousands of miles away from yeah. each other, yes, then this, this is the, that's the YouTube channel for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good week, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next week for episode 22. All right. Take care.